Good afternoon, everyone. I am Matthew Cause, and this is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. And for this, we're going to London. We're going to Wembley Stadium. We are going to England versus Scotland. They will meet for the 115th time since 1872. England, 1-0-0, three points after beating Croatia, 1-0. Lot more pressure on Scotland, who lost 2-0 to the Czech Republic on that crazy Patrick Schick midfield goal. Pressure on Scotland. The loss today pretty much ends it for them. So now let's get to it with the call. John Murray, Chris Waddle, and Pat Nevin. You're listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here. Be united. We know the all of the talk and all of the discussion about the taking of the knee by the England team and the build-up to the tournament. And indeed here on Sunday, well, Scotland who uh, are not taking an Ian Hamden, they are, they're standing together, they're standing against racism, but a gesture from Scotland, Steve Clark, and the SFA is that the Scotland team will kneel. And that's what they're doing now. All players drop down onto their knees, and that is applauded loudly around the stadium in all sections. There might be boos in there as well, but they were definitely drowned out. So we're ready, it's England against Scotland, this is 2021, the delayed Euro 2020 match, 25 years after the meeting here at Euro 96, and this only the second time that England and Scotland have played each other at a major tournament. Scotland kick off, the ball's immediately yeah. fired down the right, and then England players, it, it looks short. Looks well. it, it was a long Thierry, Thierry from the kickoff play, a long diagonal, Dykes gets up, heads it on, Bumps into Shaw, who's now got up and looks okay. Yeah, I think he's just taking a hand. I think Dykes's hand has just flicked him in the face, so it's nothing. It's not a. It's not a head collision. It's not a head injury. Uh, he's okay, Luke Shaw. He's back on his feet. He's one of the two players who've come into the England team. Two fullbacks actually. Luke Shaw at left back, and Reese James at right back. The rest of the England team: Pickford in goal, Stones and Mings, the central defenders. Harry Maguire is on the bench, incidentally. Uh, Rice with Phillips and Mount either side then Foden and Sterling wide and Kane through the middle and the Scotland team that's provoked great discussion Billy Gilmore in it, Kieran Tierney in it Adams up front and uh, and also McGregor coming into midfield I'll run you through it in full in a moment but England playing from right to left in the first half as they like to do here at Wembley here is Harry Kane on the right Kane to Sterling, the man who scored England's goal against Croatia is dispossessed by McGinn and Scotland will bring it forward from inside their own half. A couple of skips from McGregor to keep possession. And here's McTominay striding forward from his position as one of the three central defenders. But Scotland through O'Donnell turn and go back to goalkeeper Marshall. Clearance from him through the middle into the centre circle. Dykes was after it, but it's headed back to Pickford who comes to the edge of the penalty area. So Scotland's team, Marshall in goal. The uh, three central defenders, McTominay, Hanley and Tierney. O'Donnell and Robertson in the wing-back positions. Gilmore, McGregor and McGinn and then Dykes and Adams up front. England nil, Scotland nil, you're listening to us on BBC Radio 5 Live. We're live from Wembley Stadium, Chris Waddle alongside me, Pat Nevin down on pitch side, and England with Tyrone Mings, who plays the ball across the back line to John Stones. And now James on the right, James getting his first experience of tournament action. What a, what a time it is for him to be alive, Champions League winner, and now here he is with England starting against Scotland in a major tournament. Just keeping an eye on Billy Gilmore as well, Chris Waddle. You know, we just wonder how his nerves are 
this young Chelsea man winning uh, only his third cap and starting for Scotland for the first time as England played for it but there's a shove in the back by Calvin Phillips on Grant Hanley the ball bounces behind anyway it's given only as a goal kick yeah England started a few passes there getting uh, the nerves settled and Phillips runs down the channel right side channel there and it is a foul on Hanley but he's just made it a goal kick so um, but Scotland yes well organised you can see the shape of them already the three at the back the two wing backs are not really pushing on yet and tight two in midfield McGregor and then when you go a bit high McGinn's playing behind the front two they're, they're, you know, they've shaped up in midfield against England they're, you know, they're not going to let England control the game Position in the group now after Croatia's 1-1 draw with the Czech Republic we brought you earlier so the Czechs with four points, England with three, Croatia with one and Scotland yet to get off the mark in their first major tournament for 23 years looking for their first goal as well since then a great place, great time to score it Scotland with a throw down the right, O'Donnell's going to take this O'Donnell level with the edge of the England penalty area. Declan Rice just hitches his shorts up his thighs. Throwing taken short. Gilmore with an assured touch. O'Donnell's ball into the penalty area. A low shot is saved. Adams with the effort. Pickford went down to his right. There were defenders in there as well. And England have been able to clear it away. First attempt on target. Scotland. Shea Adams. Brilliant. Brilliant pull by Scotland. Lovely little one-two on his right-hand side. A great pullback. Shadams, all he can say is hit the target. He tried, it, uh, it's a great block by Stones and away he cleared, but good start by Scotland. Yeah, Stones standing just in front of Jordan Pickford, made the block. Scotland with the throw into the edge of the penalty area. McGillmore gets a touch, comes out, Adams now on the edge of the box. McGregor's there, but it bounces away from him. And Shaw is able to give it back to Pickford and England clear downfield. Let's bring in Pat Nevin from down on pitch side. The uh, Scotland attacking towards your end at the moment, Pat. Yeah, so much for the Scotland sitting back and taking a little bit of pressure. They're trying to put pressure on England. Just that start off when the ball was played long and the nod on that uh, came from uh, Dykes there. He will have been delighted with that, with an old-fashioned turn fold. His knee into the back of Shaw. No free kick given, but see, laying down a marker as it was. This is old-school stuff. Yeah, this is feisty as well on the pitch now. Mount with Gilmore and McGinn either side of him. Gilmore with a challenge. Chelsea teammates, free kick England. Yeah, well, obviously there'll be a bit of banter between them, but uh, he is picking Mount up. I've noticed where Mount's been going, he's been following him around. Uh, but yeah, Scotland, well organised, positive start. That's going to be great fun, Chris. That, that harks back, doesn't it, to the, uh, the old days when you'd see this sort of thing in the uh, in the home internationals when teammates would suddenly become enemies on the football field Foden winning a free kick over there on the far side in front of where Steve Clark and Gareth Southgate are standing just a few yards away from one another they know each other well they've got stacks of respect for one another free kick that is going to be taken by Rhys James it's nil-nil if you've just switched on you can listen on 5 Live, if you're on the move tonight, listen via BBC Sounds as well, and you can rewind the, the live radio, of course. And almost as England come forward, here's Phillips, one of England's men of the day on Sunday, a ball in towards Kane in a very deep position, then a challenge comes in on him from John McGinn, Kane goes down, free kick England, forward and right in the centre circle. John, they're not, uh, give Scotland credit to start, I know it's really early in the game, but they've not let England settle, get their rhythm, trying to, England's trying to slow pace, trying to move the ball nice and easy, Scotland's come out the blocks very quick and they're not letting England settle. Well, you can't argue with that approach, feel for Scotland, it is a 
a must-not-lose game. But Steve Clark has been very positive. Free kick, though. Foden waiting to take it. And the referee, by the way, we need to mention him. He'd be furious if we didn't mention him, I think. Antonio Mateo Lajos, who, uh, if you're not aware of him, you know how they used to say many years ago, you can tell the, the referee's had a good game if you don't notice him. He doesn't really subscribe to that. Free kick, Foden and Mount over there towards the right. Mount comes up, Mount plays it into the edge of the area, flicked by Rice, but just turned it goalwards really and it bounced straight through to Marshall. Well, half chance of anything, wasn't it? Uh, the ball was very flat, what came in and Scotland goal again. Long Here ball. we go, high, long, through the middle, looking for Adams, Scotland's number 10. The English-born Shea Adams, remember? Grandparent qualified him for Scotland, he was born in Leicestershire. Ball played out towards the left-hand side and Calvin Phillips is picked up for a foul and it's a free kick to Scotland in a good position. We'll see what they can offer here, they've got a uh, great position on the left-hand side so uh, it's, a, it's a great angle to put it in and uh, all the big boys are coming up. Yeah, D uh, Billy Gilmore has gone across there to take it. The captain, Robertson, is there as well but it looks as though it's going to be Billy Gilmore's delivery. Great noise, swirling around Wembley Stadium, thousands of empty red seats. But Scotland with a set-piece chance, so we're looking to the big man, Lyndon Dykes, is standing there, those chances that he was unable to put away against the Czech Republic on Monday afternoon. McGinn standing in an offside position at the moment. I can hear the skirl of the pipes inside Wembley. It's played in by Robertson, and it's headed up and away by Tyrone Mings, who did really well to make that his. Leapt for it, headed it away on the edge of the six-yard box. It's played out to the left-hand side by McGregor. Dykes with a header, but that just uh, takes the ball right across the penalty area into the fullback position and Jordan Pickford has gone out there to collect it himself it was a good free kick by Robertson good pace but you know it was only Dakes went and attacked it everybody else has done on 18 yard line nobody went in to attack it and it was a good delivery Chris Waddle with us Pat Nevins down behind the goal at one end it's England nil Scotland nil I feel almost a little bit like paraphrasing Des Lynham all those years ago we're on the radio but it feels like shouldn't you be in front of a television watching this because this is the real deal here's Phillips playing it back to Foden and then Phillips is uh, pulled up for a foul on McGregor not a free kick at the moment isn't it really it's like one two passes and then a free kick and uh, needs to settle down the game yeah well he's an experienced guy the Champions League referee Antonio Matteo Lajos I noticed he was all over Gareth Southgate before the game he had his arm round his shoulder that's how he operates he loves that sort of thing did you see him with the uh, Chelsea players after the Champions League final he was going around hugging the Chelsea players <laughs> throwing to Scotland down the left that uh, is taken down the line for the run of Adams Dykes in the middle with a very severe haircut Lyndon Dykes ball played for England and cleared Mount challenge no free kick Robertson plays it in uh, field yes the free kick has been given for the uh, foul on Mount and it's a England's ball halfway inside their own half, nil-nil. I think there's been more free kicks and passes. It's uh, just stop, stop, stop. Uh... There's great history that England and Scotland have going back all the way to 1872 when they drew nil-nil in the very first match at the West of Scotland cricket ground. England coming forward purposefully with Sterling who checks back, gives it to Phillips. Now here's James on the right. James for Foden down in the... Scottish left-back position, back to James, 
looked across, plays it short to Sterling. Foden now, the two Manchester City men. Foden onto his left foot. This could be dangerous. He plays it across the mount, onto his right foot. Curling shot takes a deflection off the back of Grant Hanley and bounces wide for England's first corner, the first corner of the match. Well, James and Foden link, linking up really well on that right-hand side. Eventually it comes to mount on just outside the D. He's trying to bend that for the top corner. I think he could have reversed it to Shaw, who made a great overlap on the left-hand side. Mason Mount trots across there to the far sides at the Scotland end. A chorus of whistles and boos cascading down on the, on the Chelsea midfielder. Mount standing one foot in front of the other. Players massed around the penalty spot. Here's the delivery from Mount, an outswinger, which is headed against the post! And it comes straight back out! Stones. Stones. Stones got his head to it. Got a brilliantly to get his head to it. It struck the face of the post and bounced straight back out. And Scotland survived. Good delivery. Scotland, more, to be fair, a lot of the Scotland players do mark very tight. They don't look at the ball. They're looking at the man. Stones gets the space by, gets, gets the back of Dykes, hits the post. Uh, it really, he'd be disappointed he hasn't scored. He's got up, he's got the power. Goalkeeper's rooted to the spot. Hits the post, comes out and they clear it. Down the pitch side, Pat Nevin. Well, on the pitch level there, wow, did he guys up some height there. That was incredible from Stones. There's nobody within a country mile of the Scotland team there. That is seven yards out. It's central. That is terrible defending there. Got to do much better than that. By the way, can I disrespectfully disagree with Chris Waddle? The game doesn't need to calm down. Scotland need to keep it bitty as possible. You don't want a calm, sophisticated game. This is when you run out of steam in 10 minutes. <laughs> Listen, I completely get your drift. Here's Sterling. Sterling's run the ball back from McTominay. Sterling plays it across, and it takes a deflection from Mount wider than the near post. Arriving in the six-yard box, goal kick. Yeah, Sterling's looked very bright from the start, down his left-hand side. Donald doesn't Takes the ball off him far too easy. McTominay loses it. Still a little trick. Oh, Mount really. He's got a, he's got a great chance to score. It's a ball that comes in very quick to him, and it's hit his heel rather than the side of his foot. We just need to pass that into the net. In England, two chances in a minute. Scott McTominay, as the as the right-sided central defender of the three, caught out there. Manchester United and Manchester City. Calvin Phillips playing the ball across to the far side. Rhys James, low ball infield. Kane. Kane with both Foden and Sterling further upfield than he was and he miscontrolled it, the England captain and Scotland have got it back, England nil Scotland nil, bit of space here for Shea Adams, Shea Adams of Southampton playing it through for Dykes but Pickford is sliding out and is able to pick out of the ball I've got to say John, Shea Adams is in acres of space, lovely ball, little third ball there by McGregor to him, he gets turned he gets in within 23 yards pat, wet surface, surely he's got to let go, he's got to shoot there Nil-nil, England in possession. Here's John Stones, who's just had a header crash back off the right post. Six yards out or thereabouts, there's a little bit of uh, something going on. Calvin Phillips, and uh, is that McGinn? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. McGinn went to ground, and there was a little movement, I noticed, of McGinn, who just a tiny little flick out of his foot. Uh, uh, Calvin Phillips as the two of them went to ground their legs became entangled together and uh, that's nothing nothing it's nothing no. get on with it free kick free kick to Scotland 
Uh, Calvin Phillips just been given a, a little word there. Not normal than that from the referee. England nil, Scotland nil. Uh, we do have a choice for you tonight, by the way. The Super League's over on Five Live Sports Extra tonight uh, on your digital radio, BBC Sounds, Wigan against Hull KR. And later, the US Open, the second round. There is a great story there. We'll have more uh, during the course of the evening on Five Live Sport. But Richard Bland, 48-year-old Englishman, is leading the US Open. And uh, you'll know what a story that is if you follow your golf. Here's... James who turns the ball back towards Pickford left-footed clearance from him sliced into the centre circle Hanley comes forward heads it through the middle Dykes uh, Mings up against Dykes just turns together and then shrugs off the QPR man and plays the ball back and the yeah, referee's got McGinn. his yellow card out to show to John McGinn yep I think it's something he said John so that must go back to the the yep. tangle between McGinn and Phillips well, I'm just looking in. It's, it's listen. Dykes has given as much as he was getting. The referees did the right decision. McGinn's turn and obviously said something to him. Yeah. And and I guess he probably said something to him after the uh, the earlier incident as well. That might not be his first offence. That's first Scotland's first yellow card of the tournament. John McGinn, nil nil. Suspect that might not be the last yellow card of this match. McGinn on the left. Ball comes in from Robertson, but it's cleared away for England out towards the far side and it's a throw into Scotland down the left rain continues to fall wouldn't want to be down pitch side tonight no I feel sorry for them yeah, it'll, be, it'll be quite damp down there I would, I would think we certainly look after our summarisers we put Karen Carney down there on Saturday who was almost burnt to a crisp and we've now put Pat Nevin down there tonight who, who will do well if he doesn't drown England nil, Scotland nil, here's Harry Kane, comes back, Hanley hits the ball forward, Mings, Dykes wins it in the air, but the ball just bounces through for a goal kick, and actually bounces into the advertising hoardings, very close to said Pat Nevin. <laughs> yes, uh, if you can hear me, I did lean over and try and catch it, but I'm not tall enough to get down. <laughs> Thanks Pat. So England playing the ball out from the back, still nil-nil occasions like this you've played in them Chris first goal very important yeah always um, you know you've got to say Scotland's working very very hard and uh, they've unsettled England um, but England's had two glorious chances England with the ball on the right a pass lovely ball from Phillips pulled down by Foden oh who shoots wide but the offside flag is up yeah, he's off pulled it down brilliantly Hanley was there with him Great run. Great pass. Great run though, yeah, what a pass, but what a run. You know that you know that's what you want. When you pick the ball up, you want somebody to run and make your mind up. And he did Foden, great run. Well a little bit too early. Great take with his left foot, brings it down, just tries to place it in that bottom corner, just way, but the flag went up anyway. But Calvin Phillips with the pass. That's why they call him the Yorkshire Pielo. Wow. I don't know if you'd like to be called the Yorkshire Pielo though, would you? Not mean the Pielo bit, but <laughs> Stay up. You're on a mission tonight. Who else are you going to upset? I watch what you're saying. <laughs> Scotland with the ball inside their own half. It's Kieran Tierney who plays it back infield towards Hanley. Great for Scotland to have Tierney back, the Arsenal man. Trained for the last couple of days. Harry Maguire on the bench could be used by England tonight. Jordan Henderson's there as well with his. Uh, 
31st birthday yesterday, the Liverpool captain among the substitutes. No involvement for, for Kyle Walker at all, not in the 23. Ben White and Bukayo Saka, England. With the ball inside Scotland territory, Foden. Unmissable with the, the silver hair, as he himself, I think, described it, as opposed to blonde. Comes back to Mings on the halfway line. Mings to Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw, Liverpool forward, Sterling. Nice, back to Shaw. Shaw drives it on, he's got Mount to his left in the area now. Mount pulling it back into the shins of McTominay, straight behind corner to England. Good play by Shaw, good give and go with Sterling, then he rolls into Mount. Mount's first touch let him down, he overran it slightly. Couldn't get the ball across the six-yard line, but he got a corner out of it. This is a corner from the left-hand side. See who's marking Stones, is it Dykes again? It was, he let him go last time, he should have scored. Stones is just arriving on the edge of the penalty area stand, and uh, Dykes indeed stands in front of him. Mings is there as well, just to his right. Rice near the penalty spot, Kane as well. Here's the delivery in towards the edge of the six-yard box. McGinn heads it away headed forward by Phillips, bounces back for Scotland, and now McGregor, McGregor, in comes the challenge from Good Luke challenge. Shaw. Good challenge. And the ball bounces all the way back into the England half. And Foden, actually, Foden is there almost in his own left-back position. Yeah, quite, well, he's got to look for the counter-attack, it was a good tackle by Shaw, and uh, Foden was chasing him back, so he picks the ball up. Foden's actually starting to wander around, he's making some good runs in behind as well. England nil, Scotland nil. Live from Wembley Stadium, BBC Radio 5 Live and BBC Sounds. And uh, Jordan Pickford passing the ball forward towards Shaw. And then Mount scoops it in field. Foden just centrally now. McTominay heads it away back to Luke Shaw. Shaw looks up, plays it through to Sterling. Controls the ball on the top of his thighs. No, he controlled it with his arm, says yes. referee Lahoz. Free kick, Scotland. And ball, but England now are getting a lot of uh, ball without pressure on it. Scotland playing it up towards Shea Adams turns towards the right then back infield has a look and uses little Billy Gilmore he's a very very frail looking character actually I'd almost say turned 20 last week so a teenager no more the reason he didn't play much last season just 11 appearances was that he spent most of the season recovering from a knee injury but he was front and centre wasn't he of the Champions League celebrations with, with Chelsea here is Gilmore now, Mount is all over the back of him, snapping away at his club mate. Gilmore just shrugs him off, and That's then... Foul, that is a foul. Foul over there on the far side by John Stones, an aerial challenge on Lyndon Dykes, and it's a free kick out on the left-hand side. That's a silly challenge, isn't it, by John Stones? He doesn't, he's not going to win it, so sometimes you have to accept that, let him bring it down and see if you can nick it off him, but... That's a silly free kick to give away, and it's quite a dangerous area. Just can cannoned into him, just collided into him, leapt into him and conceded the free kick Scotland have already had one from this sort of area it's a little bit further out this so uh, Robertson is over there with Gilmore the line England are holding on the edge of their penalty area Gilmore will drive it in towards the back post it's headed across the England box McTominay is there got his head to it that is headed away though for England and it comes out for a dipping effort which drops over the top of the crossbar from Kieran Tierney from, from 25, 30 yards, that sort of range. So it is England nil, Scotland nil, and back down to Pat Nevin, who is behind the goal at the end, Scotland are attacking towards in the first half. Well, we described that as a right-footed shot by Kieran Tierney, 
you didn't have to say any more. Kieran's wonderful, many things, but right-footed shots. I tell you what, Scotland fans are getting a bit fed up with the referees so far. I mean, in a Scotland-England game, they give a, a, a yellow card for filling abusive language. Everyone's using it out there. So they're a bit furious about that, and understandably so. That, that from Pat, is a very fair point. Uh, I thought it was a good decision. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Sure, on the left-hand side, yes, if uh, Senor Lajos is a, is a shrinking violet and he doesn't like foul and abusive language, I suspect there's a bit of the industrial going on down there on the pitch. Here's Shaw, Shaw for England, right on the halfway line, turns and gives it back to Tyrone Mings behind him. Mings, who's, I have to say, made a very assured start for England again. And Mings playing the ball out towards the far side. Mings will know, of course, that when Harry Maguire is fully fit, his place will be right under pressure. Stones, who's had a header, strike the crossbar in this match. That's the closest we've come to an opening goal. Uh, we are already halfway through the first half. England with the ball inside their own territory. We'll have all of the top sport for you this weekend on Five Live. Of course, the Euro 2020 commentaries are right at the heart of what we're doing all of the coverage across the network every match either on five live or sports extra and tomorrow three really good games you'll hear them all on five live hungary france from two portugal germany from five spain poland tomorrow night from eight o'clock five live the place to listen to them england still just knocking the ball around inside their own half luke shaw shaw sees mount just to his left, gives it to Mount, Gilmore comes across, they've been inseparable tonight, those two, Mount and Gilmore, Mount playing it to Sterling, Sterling can't find a way past McTominay, McTominay comes away with the ball, three England players around him, and he uh, side-foots it into his Manchester United teammate, now right. for a Scotland throw. I've got to say, Scotland's frustrating England, I know they should have cut, John Stones could have scored, and Mason Mount could have scored really, but apart from that, they've frustrated England, they're making England go back, and playing square balls, going back, there's there's no movement ahead, there's a lot of blue shirts from Scotland standing in front of them and uh, they're frustrating. Rain still falling. Some of the rain in London today, absolutely torrential. Rice from the throw comes across and uh, Dykes has been caught. Rice. So Declan Rice is just called across by the referee. Free kick is given to Scotland. Eight or nine yards inside the, uh, the England half. The whistles as Flower of Scotland is being sung to our left. It, it looks, it feels and it looks like there are many more than 2,600 in the uh, in the stands to our left. Flower of Scotland ringing around Wembley Stadium as Scotland take the free kick, which is headed away by James on the edge of the box. Foden plays it back to Declan Rice, upright of course, chest puffed out. Declan Rice, the West Ham man, plays it forward towards Foden. Foden under pressure there. Uh, free kick is given. Shot comes in anyway from Adams. Pickford pushes it over the top. And uh, Foden, however, on his knees, just getting back to his feet. Yeah, they're not giving him any time, any space. Although they've got and they're working ever so hard, well drilled, but uh, it's very demanding. I don't know how long they can keep it up. Free kick then. Flower of Scotland just fades away. Originally written, Chris, in 13-14 to commemorate the Battle of Bannockburn. Well, quarter past one a day. <laughs> yes, it'll be uh, in the charts next week. 
as Mings plays it back to Pickford. Pickford with Dykes not far away, turns and plays it to Stones and now Reese James. James to Kane on the halfway line. In comes Hanley with a challenge. Good challenge it was, says referee Lahoz. Now Gilmore near the centre spot. Scotland all in blue. Now with McGregor playing it to the left-hand side. Robertson with the cross, but that's beyond Dykes in the middle and Pickford's able to claim it quite say, comfortably. You've got to say, John, uh, up to the final third, Scotland have been a better side and, um, you know, they're working ever so hard, they've got to shape them, but it's scoring goals. They don't look like they're going to score. Shaw curls one forward from Mount, but it's beyond him and Hanley, who is there with Mason Mount. And uh, all in orange, David Marshall, hero of Belgrade, runs, rolls the ball out towards the halfway line. I think because he was the hero of Belgrade, he's been cut quite a lot of slack, hasn't he, after the goal that was conceded in the week, that brilliant strike by Schick. Scotland with O'Donnell on the right-hand side. O'Donnell curling it up towards Adams. Adams chests it down, stabs it back to Dykes, who's dropped back towards the halfway line. Tierney receives it, and he's pumping his arms now, Tierney, as he plays the ball through to Robertson on the left-hand side, but James comes across, and he's just going to allow the ball to roll behind for a goal kick nil nil it's just really strange I mean Harry Kane can't get in the game the three centre halves he's playing up against obviously he's trying to come deep and link the play Mount's getting marked by Gilmore and Gilmore's winning the battle you've got to say that Sterling can't get in the game down this left hand side Foden's been wandering around looked to threat at times with some of his runs off the ball uh, but the midfield are not dominating so England really can't put a lot of passes together unless they go back to the back four Chris, it's been much talked about and we mentioned it on uh, Sunday as well but I just naturally feel and naturally think when you see Harry Kane you, you need to get into the penalty area more it's, it's, it's as simple as that he said uh, I spoke to him last night actually Harry Kane he said listen it wasn't my best game it wasn't my worst game on Sunday here's James James on the right his ball in Kane stretching for it and heads it wide offside. offside in any case I've got to say though I'm watching it from that ball he puts his hand up McTominay does not go around and cover Hanley he let, he's basically he's marking nobody McTominay he's just by the way I don't think he's offside I'm looking at the slate I don't think he was off but McTominay's got to go around on the cover and mark Harry Kane I don't know who he's marking nobody if he'd headed that in I'm pretty certain that would have been far and I think would have been a goal yeah and uh but he couldn't reach it, stretching for it, skidded off the wet surface. Goal kick Scotland though, back down pitch side to Pat Nevin. Uh, what Chrissy was saying there, it hurts me to say I have to agree with him completely. Scotland close, 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 but it's going to continue to be harder and harder as the game goes on. And that's the first sight there of Scotland not closing down the cross ball put in by Rhys James. And as soon as you give him space, he is as good as anyone in the game of putting those crosses in. So, yes, that tiredness will get in. And if Scotland are tired and least space, they will be put under massive pressure. And by the way, McTominay, McTominay right centre back, turning off, that has been his problem for Scotland, and he's done it once again there. McGregor playing it out to the left hand side. Robertson looks for the run of Tierney, the overlapping run of Tierney. This is working brilliantly. Onto his right foot, the cross to the back post. O'Donnell with a shot saved by Pickford. And then the follow up header from Adams is put wide. But of all people, Stephen O'Donnell with a shot from the angle that Pickford got down very smartly to push well, away. There you go, down that left hand side. Robinson and Tierney. Tierney does ever so well. Sells a dummy on James. Pulls at the back post. What a great strike that was. And you've got to say, what a save by Jordan Pickford.
Stephen O'Donnell, he's received a little bit of criticism, Pat Nevin, since Monday. Never scored for Scotland. He was very close there. Well, he is a kind of right back. Okay, he's playing right wing back, but he's a slightly more defensive player. I'm right on the line of that. That was going into the corner. You've got to say, Pickford, he got his angle so brilliantly right there. And he was quite far out of his goal as well. Scotland from Pickford and uh, Scotland after quite a long time have finally looked a bit dangerous again. And that Chris Waddle came from the combination of Robertson and Tierney That's, on the left. Well, that was the concern. We, uh, we know Scotland are very strong and they link up very well, them two together. Uh, James was caught two on one. So uh, with Tierney, great bit of skill, faint across, back onto his right, and uh, O'Donnell will be disappointed. But that was a wonderful save. Well, there are supposed to be only 22 or so thousand people inside Wembley Stadium. But the, uh, the atmosphere inside the ground is vibrant. So there's a message on the screen to remind people to socially distance as well as Kane turns on the halfway line and then uh, hits the pass forward, which took a deflection actually. And I think Kane on his follow through also caught the, uh, the Scotland man, I think it's McGregor who is down there, no it's McGinn England come again, McGinn's back onto his feet here's Mount, goes around McTominay but McGinn is there slight hobble from McGinn Shaw curls it through, Foden inside the penalty area but the touch was heavy from Foden, sprinting for it and uh, the touch takes it behind into the hoardings he's right next to all of the Saltires there behind the, the goal he's close to all of the Scotland fans in their kilts and they gave him a bit of stick you know what, John, you said before this tournament, I thought a lot of players would feel the pace going into these games and will tire and, you know, it will catch up with the amount of football played. I've just looked at Harry Kane against Croatia. Yes, hot day, um, didn't play as well. He said it wasn't his worst game, but tonight, again, he's struggling to get in the game. Dykes, long ball, headed through all the way to Pickford. Very important save from Jordan Pickford just now from O'Donnell. That's the closest Scotland have come. And it's still nil-nil if you've switched onto us on this summer's Friday night. Beautiful English June summer's evening. Rain pouring down. Jumpers on tonight for the first time at Euro 2020. Stones lifting the ball to the left-hand side to Mount. And then Mount back to Declan Rice, just inside his own half. Calvin Phillips makes himself available on the ball this turn from the, the Leeds United midfielder, England's number 14, to Mings. Now, Rhys James down the right, Dykes comes across. Foden now takes it up. Foden looks for a crossfield ball to Luke Shaw, who chests that down. Shaw uses Sterling. Sterling with an angle, 25 yards out. Back to Mount on the left. Mount's low ball in. Poor, cleared away easily by McTominay to Stones near the halfway line. Stones drives it forward towards Rhys James. James to Foden, back to James again, and then Phillips, England, short passes, a little laboured, doesn't have a zip about it, even on this wet surface tonight, Rice takes it forward, now he has Mount, I think this is as long a period of possession that we've seen from either team in the match, and it's curled into the box by Mount, a stretch by Sterling, but it runs away off his right foot straight behind for a goal kick. Yeah, patient build-up. Uh, Mount who's playing on that's left-hand side, just inside Sterling, very close to him. Sterling takes off on a run, and it's a great little clip pass by Mount from this left-hand side, and uh, Sterling really should have brought that down. But uh, again, you can just see England are starting to get a few more passes. Uh, Scotland are just slightly coming off the pace. 
Nil-nil. Crowd want David Marshall to give them a wave. The Scotland fans, the Tartan Armoury, and he obliges before he takes the goal kick. Downfield, Dykes heads it on. Adams through the middle, flicks it infield. Mountlo is all over the challenge and wins it back. And now Foden goes for an early ball over the top. Keynes looking over his shoulder. He looked to his left, it went to his right. And uh, Kieran Tierney was back in position to clear it away. Arsenal against Tottenham there, of course. Here's Foden now, carrying it on, through the middle. Challenges come in on him. Referee Lahoz says no, no foul. The crowd are incensed that that wasn't given as a free kick to Phil Foden. And, it, and Scotland are able to bring it forward towards the halfway line. But O'Donnell checks back into his own half. I think the referee's doing OK. I think, uh, at first, I think he was blowing up a lot for uh, little things, but... Uh, as the game's gone on, he's got better. Yeah, Cody uh, refereed the, the Champions League final very, very well. Dykes heading the ball through to Mings. Mings turns it to Pickford, who has to be quick there. Adams is arriving, but Pickford is able to clear into the centre circle. Hanley will be back in the Premier League next season with Norwich City. Heads it out to the far side and it bounces out of play for an England throw. Uh, it's half-time in the Rugby League that's over on Five Live Sports Extra. Wigan nil, Hull KR 6 and also Huddersfield 2, Salford 8 is the latest score. More on the US Open at half-time, if not before, where Richard Bland was the leader last we heard. England nil, Scotland nil, here at Wembley Stadium. England, who've never lost a tournament match over 90 minutes here at Wembley. Ball played forward for England, down into the uh, Scotland left-back position, Mount possibly with a little shove there, yes, I think that's been given, the shove in the back on TNE. And I think the referee might just have a word. Phil Foden is also in discussions with yeah. the referee. Yeah, well, he's, he's got up and TNE seems OK. Uh, Mount, yeah, just surely, just catches his neck, actually. So um, the referee's had a word and uh, started the play. Back down to Pat Nevin. Yeah, there's something slightly amiss here on the England bench. Um, I think there's something wrong with one of the centre-backs. Try to figure out who it is. Because Harry Maguire was over there, was shouting ball, and he's got his uh, shot down to dress to his shorts, ready to come on if needed. Pickford's saying he doesn't know, he doesn't know. So keep an eye on both uh, centre-backs for uh, England just now, because Harry Maguire is ready to move. Scotland coming forward with McGinn. McGinn, his ball into the box. Adams on his right foot, lifts it across here to the right, oh it's a poor ball by Adams, he's got right underneath that, no, Donald had no chance and it just floats out of play for a throw in to, uh, to England halfway inside his own half. I don't know what happened to Pat Nevin's microphone I know, there. I know. Sorry, it was a, a, a helicopter. The video killed the radio, yeah, so. it was. Buggles, wasn't it? it was. but, uh, I, I think, uh, again, Scotland's they've played very, very well tonight. Uh, so far, but uh, that final third, John, they just seem to have that run out of ideas. Uh, that amused me. England nil, Scotland nil. Shaw up towards Sterling, but it bounces off Sterling, and Scotland have got it back. Now Tierney in the centre circle, still nil nil. Fascinating match this. Tierney scoops it forward. Dykes turns away, forced out into the fullback position, and. Uh, Scotland have it near the corner flag. McGregor's out there as well for Scotland. And uh, Phillips is with him. And uh, it's played out cleverly by McGregor off the shins of Phillips. And Scotland have their first corner of the match with the score 0-0. Just watching the England substitutes warming up. A couple of them over there. What, you haven't noticed anything in terms of central defence? No, I don't. Uh, Ming Stones seem to be moving quite well. So I don't know what the problem is. Corner then from out on the right 
for Scotland and Scotland are putting pressure on Jordan Pickford there are four Scotland players joined by a fifth in the six-yard box they've got Jordan Pickford almost surrounded there and there are England defenders in there as well and if I know anything about Antonio Matteo Lajos he was not going to let that go without a stern word, which he does now. Right, where well, we know where this is going in the six-yard box. Here's the delivery from Gilmore. Pickford comes, gets a punch on it in amongst all of those players in white and blue and does well, the Everton goalkeeper. And Foden flicks it forward. Sterling will do well to get to that. Tierney beats him to it on the halfway line and plays it back to Marshall. Tierney's had a great game so far, hasn't he? Look, left side of the three, played well, went and joined in made the chance for O'Donnell, which uh, shot was great save by Pickford, but uh, him and Robinson, they got very, very well done at left-hand side. England nil, Scotland nil. Half-time, six minutes away. Scotland on the back foot, on the defensive now, as Luke Shaw carries the ball forward, roared on by the, the majority of this Wembley crowd. Sterling, back towards Rice, and now... Rice again to Luke Shaw, but Scotland are back in position here. This Scotland team under Steve Clark that has been very difficult to beat. They lost only two of their last 16 coming into the tournament. James on the right. James back towards Foden. Foden looks up. Phillips and then Foden carries it all the way back to the halfway line where he gives it to John Stones and he will turn it across to, to Tyrone Minks. And now here's Declan Rice. Rice to Sterling. Sterling is uh, being patrolled very closely by Billy Gilmore. The ball rolls out of play. Final touch from Gilmore. Throw into England, 10 yards inside the Chelsea half, which Shaw takes back to Declan Rice. So England have it again near the centre circle. Minks turns back to his left and gives it to Luke Shaw, who had to stretch high there to keep the the ball in play but he does so back to West Ham's Declan Rice we saw the the West Ham manager David Moyes didn't we for a little chat yep. earlier in the in the day back it comes to the halfway line to Stones Stones takes it on plays it through the middle Phillips now back to Reese James over there on the right hand side James or oh, misplaced pass from James passed it straight onto the chest of his Chelsea teammate Gilmore and now John McGinn through the middle but uh, Scotland turn with Adams and go back into their own territory and uh, and almost for the first time in the half just just slightly standing off one another yeah pace has dropped a bit but uh, you've got to say John 40 minutes um, Scotland's been the better team England's had probably the best two chances you've got to say but in general play Scotland have controlled this game the pace of the game England nil Scotland nil I'm told that our entertainment correspondent, Colin Patterson, who's a fervent Scotland fan, is, is up in the stands somewhere, very close to, uh, to Billy Gilmore's parents who are in. What a proud day for them to see Billy Gilmore starting for Scotland for the first time on an occasion like this. Nil-nil. England, remember, if England win this game tonight, they'll be certain of a place in the last 16. Stones on the halfway line. Scotland just want to get their first points on the board Reese to the right Reese James back to Mount Mount's ball up to the edge of the penalty area Phillips is there challenges come in it bounces into Tierney and is cleared away by the Arsenal man towards the centre circle Rice wins the header England have it again they need half time Scotland they're going back and back England are getting the position they're not hurting them yet but uh, they've got a lot of possession Scotland's dropped at least 20 yards 
three minutes of the first 45 to play England just beginning to crank it up here as Chris Waddle told you Mount Mount now to the right corner of the penalty area James is there as well comes back to Mason Mount then uh, further back and it's taken on through the middle for by John Stones actually but Stones runs into trouble centrally and Scotland have got it back and in, in fact it'll be sprinted forward by Andy Robertson Foden went with him though and then back it goes uh, into central defence to Grant Handley the, the middle man of the, of the central three stout defender Grant Handley O'Donnell now of Motherwell the right wing back O'Donnell flights the ball into the centre circle McGinn takes it down moves away from Declan Rice holds him off as Rice comes in now Robertson the Scotland fans are interested McGregor forward of the centre circle O'Donnell on the right-hand side. Scotland have got three men on the edge of the England penalty area. Gilmore just drops a shoulder, then whips the ball to his left to Tierney. Tierney will carry it on. Foden comes across. Still going Tierney. Little ball to Gilmore. But Gilmore, it's very congested centrally. Lots of white England shirts are there. So Scotland now move it to the right-hand side. O'Donnell. O'Donnell with McTominay. Tall, blonde-haired. Now... Gilmore again, O'Donnell run towards the right-hand side from McGregor, one of the four players that Steve Clark brought in after the defeat in the opening match against the Czech Republic. Now it's Scotland keeping possession inside the England half, and you can hear the whistles from the home supporters. Uh, Adams is going to try a shot, which takes a deflection off Tyrone Mings, which carries it well wide of goal. And Tyrone Mings, little exchange with Mason Mount there. An exchange of frustration, corner to Scotland. Scotland dominate the game, they're moving the ball, they're all looking for it, every player, and you can't say that about the white shirts of England, there's only a few players who've turned up this first half, and I'm sure Gareth Southgate will be having strong words, or maybe make a couple of substitutions have been up for. Corner to Scotland, Robertson is going to take it, an in-swinger, half-time, well we're in the 45th minute, Robertson takes it short, McGinn gives it back to him, Robertson swings it in, looks as though he might have put too much onto that, has he? No, it's headed back across from the far side, but straight to Phillips, and Phillips is able to, to clear it away, England had everyone back there, and the ball bounces into the Scotland half. So nil-nil it is, still waiting for the opening goal of this latest encounter between England and Scotland, the old enemy. This their 100th competitive meeting, the 115th since that very first game back at the West of Scotland Cricket Club. They've got no uh, tempo about them, England, John. They don't seem to have any energy. There's three or four players, obviously, uh, doing all right, but the majority of them, they don't seem to have any energy. And there's half-time. There's the whistle. Just uh, just a, a couple of seconds played at the end of the first 45. So, honours even. Nil-nil. Who's ahead on points? Well, um, that'll be delayed. Nil-nil right now between the oldest rivalry in soccer, England and Scotland. I'm Matthew Cos, this is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. There was a great opportunity for England early. It's been a lot of Scotland since then. Joining me now to discuss it, it is One Soccer's lead commentator, Gareth Wheeler, who also contributor for TSN for all things Euro. How you doing, Wheels? Can you feel the tension through the radio call? 
cause because I certainly can. Uh, just, just painting the picture for the for, for the listeners. It's a typical London or British night. The rain's coming down. It's soaking yeah. wet. It's a little bit of mist. It's under the lights. And we have a real tussle going on between two sides that are very familiar with one another. I thought it was going to be tight from the outset, and that's exactly the way that it's playing out. What I love is uh, right before the match begun, the announcement came out at Wembley, quote, please stay in your seats and keep your distance from other spectators. Not sure what's going to happen tonight, Wheeler. No, no, no. That's not what anyone wants to hear. The, you know, the crowd has been spending the day at the pub. They're up for yeah. this. This is the first time since 1996 these two sides have played at a major competition. And look, both teams have had very good chances. It's predictable. England, you know, dominating possession. But as the half wore on, the game slowed down. It was a little bit hectic right off the top, back and forth. And that suited the English. But then the Scottish just kind of eased themselves into the game, slowed it down. You heard the whistles from the crowd. They were frustrated by the lack of tempo in the English play. And that's kind of how the half kind of wound down, didn't it? Where England was frustrated and Scotland was kind of playing on their own terms. Yeah, they were. And you saw them playing in, in, uh, in England's uh, end a lot more, especially from the late 30s on. Uh, beyond the, the header by John Stones that hit the post, I didn't really remember too many other dangerous chances for England. On the other side, Scotland, their first shot on target. It was like 30 minutes in, that Stephen O'Donnell shot. But what a save, I mean, what a save by Jordan Pickford. Well, we'll we'll start with the John Stones header. He was left wide open on the set piece on the corner kick. He went flying, like, he had great height, great power, but cause he needs to score that. (laughs) Two Scotland defenders went towards Harry Kane and left John Stones wide open. The post isn't good enough, especially in a game that's going to be decided by such slim margins. Phil Foden was caught offside. He had a near miss. Same thing with Harry Kane. And that's the worry for England is that Harry Kane doesn't look like the normal Harry Kane. I'm not sure if it's the transfer rumors, his future, whether it's the players not bringing him to the game, but he is their leading goal scorer. He was the leading goal scorer at the 2018 World Cup. They need to bring Harry Kane into the game. And you're right, the best chance was Stephen O'Donnell down that right-hand side. Great save by Jordan Pickford diving low down to his right-hand side. And again, Again, going to plan. It's about the counterpunch for Scotland. And England at times looks a little bit awkward, kind of defending a little bit more direct, a powerful Scottish attack when they're able to get forward. And certainly Scotland, more pressure on them as they lost 2-0 to Czech Republic on that crazy uh, Patrick Schick goal, while England, a little less pressure. They beat Croatia, so they got three points. Scotland is zero. Wheeler and I will be back in just a moment to look ahead to the second half and uh, what needs to happen for both these teams to break through. That's coming up in a moment right here on TSN Radio, the home of Euro 2020. It is rainy. There is tension there is a tightly fought game. It is London versus or London. I'm an idiot. It's England. It's Scotland from London, from Wembley Stadium. This is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. I'm Matthew Cause. That is One Soccer's lead commentator. It's Gareth Wheeler. Uh, Wheeler, we were messaging a little bit back and forth. There was some changes, four from Scotland and two from England, uh, some roster changes from game one to tonight's game. Um, do you think it's had any impact on what we've seen? Absolutely. Uh, one player, Kieran Tierney, a Scottish left back. And right. Th- that Scottish is, uh, Scotland strength is him and Andy Robertson going down the left-hand side. He sat out the Czech Republic game. 
and his, his manager, Steve Clark, said he just had a little bit of a niggle. And that doesn't seem like something that would keep you out of the first game of a European championship. No. But perhaps that was with eyes ahead to this big clash against England. Like, look, the expectations of Scotland coming into this tournament, they weren't high. They're hoping to get out of the group. But this is their cup final. Playing England at Wembley, it's their biggest rival. And the fact that he and a player like Billy Gilmore, Shea Adams up front, have come straight into this team and made a difference, I think it speaks volumes. This is a better Scotland side than we saw in their first match against Czech Republic. And England made a couple changes, both at the fullback position. I don't think it's had a huge influence, but what England fans want to see now is perhaps a more attack-minded player added to the mix. Raheem Sterling scored the goal in the first game, the, the winner against Croatia. He's not on great form. I think they need a little bit more creativity in the side. And a player like Jack Grealish, he certainly fits the bill. Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho. There's an embarrassment of riches in terms of attacking talent, but because they all kind of play in a different way. You know, just kind of like a wide receiver in football or a winger in hockey. They all bring different attributes to the table. I think against the Scottish side, you need more of a, a surgeon rather than a speedster or maybe someone that will be a little bit direct. You need someone that's going to be able to pick this team apart. That's why a Jaden Sancho or a Jack Grealish would probably be a better fit, and I'd expect them to come on for England at some point in the second half. Yeah, I'm looking for just a more aggressive version of this English team. The first 10 minutes, feeling it out, the one header, and then after that, not much. Uh, in your mind, how do you, like, aesthetically, what do you think we, we should be expecting for the second half? Uh, I think it's going to be very much the same if Scotland dictates the term. If I'm England, I try to pick up the pace. I try to they're, they're, look. England's a more talented side. They're, they're faster than Scotland. They're quicker. They're better on the ball. They need to put more pressure on the Scottish back line. It's been far too easy easy for me. I'd start trying to pick on a player like Scott McTominay, who's playing on the right side of the of the centre back trio for Scotland. He's typically a midfield player for club. He, he's kind of a little bit out of position. I'd start to put all kinds of pressure on him and that means attacking more getting forward down that left hand side if, if 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 i'm england both sides have to have some players to bring in off the bench for scotland a Stuart armstrong brings all kinds of quality to the middle of the park as well and james forrest can get involved in attack but if you're scotland here guess what a draw is fine if you're england here no need to push. A draw yeah. is actually okay for them in terms of them going forward. And I've documented this before, Cause The reward in this group is finishing second place. You don't want to finish atop this group because then the I guess the punishment it is for winning the, winning this group is you play the second place team from the group of death. That means oh. it could be France, Portugal, or Germany. You almost want to finish second place. So if I'm England, no pressure. Just go out and continue to do what you're doing in Scotland. At least come away with a point and give yourself a chance uh, as you play Croatia in the final group game of this, uh, you know, of this stage of the tournament. Fantastic work, Wheels. We will speak next week. Enjoy the second half. Enjoy the weekend, cause and enjoy the football, everyone. It's been a great tournament thus far. And tomorrow, Germany uh, and Portugal, it should be something special Ooh. as well. Yep, and you can hear them all right here on TSN Radio. Thanks so much, Wheels. Coming up, the second half right here on TSN Radio. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. I am your host, Matthew Cause. We're going to go back to Wembley Stadium in London, England and soccer, and England and Scotland, excuse me. 
still searching for their first goal. A couple good opportunities. John Stones early with a header that hit the post. And then Stephen O'Dowd with 30 minutes in. If not for a great save by Jordan Pickford, Scotland would be up 1-0. So we go now back to Wembley Stadium. You've been listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020. Champions live here. Raheem Sterling, either side of Harry Kane, and the Scotland team, Marshall in goal, McTominay, Hanley, and Tierney, the three central defenders, O'Donnell and Robertson, the wing-backs, Gilmore, McGregor, McGinn, Dykes, and Adams. So the second half underway with a scoreline, England nil, Scotland nil. England who started off with a victory, Scotland who started off with a defeat. Dykes on the halfway line, flicks it on, but England have it back. Shaw plays the ball over the top, looking for the run of Mount to the edge of the area, but Hanley moved across, headed it away. Here's Sterling on the left-hand side. Sterling, quietish first half from Raheem Sterling, the man who was the star man on that. Here's Shaw playing the ball across from the left-hand side, but quickly adjusting. Tierney in the middle, Kane was behind him. And Tierney was able to adjust and put it behind for a corner. Uh, great run by Luke Shaw, positive start. I'm sure they've had words in the change room. Um, oh, poor the played first half. And that's a good start. Great run by Shaw. Corner from the left-hand side then for England. Remember, Stones in the first half got up and headed against the post from a corner. Here's the delivery into the near post. Foden looking for the flick on, but that was blocked away by Tierney behind him. And uh, Phillips loses out. And Scotland look to break on the counter-attack, but uh, Shaw steps in. And England have it again over on the left-hand side with Mount. England in the second half, as they like to do at Wembley, playing from left to right. So towards where the bulk of England supporters are, although they are spaced all around the stadium. Scotland fans, much tartan in evidence. All the saltires as well to our left. Left Saltires there, St George's crosses to the right, England with the ball on the field, all in white, or at least with the, the red trim, and Scotland in the navy with the white trim. Here is Mings in the centre circle. Mings rolls it across towards Luke Shaw. And uh, now a, a ball, low ball, whipped in centrally to Sterling, who's going off on one of those direct runs. Gives it to Kane, though, on the edge of the area. Kane back to Sterling. Sterling now turns, plays it across to the near post, Mount was there, but Robertson went with him, and it was the Scotland captain who got the meaningful touch there to clear it back out towards the far side, now Mount cutting in, shooting, and Marshall goes down and gets his gloves to it, and uh, that was hit at some pace by Mason Mount, well, and Marshall deflected it wide with his it's palms. It's a completely different team from the first half, they've upped the tempo, they're moving the ball quicker, there's more options. Sterling's been very live in Mount, a terrific effort, it's a good save by Marshall. That very nearly found a way past Marshall, the deflection took it just past the post from the goalkeeper's gloves. Another corner to England, from the left-hand side, Mount plays it in, Foden looking for the flick, but he's flicked it straight behind the near post, and the ball bouncing around in the stands behind, down where Pat Nevin is. Yeah, just that shot beforehand there, uh, Marshall goes down to his right-hand side, now, I'm not going to say it was world-class, because Sutton will still be listening, right? But it was a brilliant save, a better one than it looks because it's so zippy down here. The pace of it was absolutely magnificent. He's never going to get full palms on it. He just gets down to his right and saves it. It's going to get put under a lot of pressure and I agree. Left-hand side, England look like a far, far better team to start the second half. Shaw, desperate to get forward, Sterling in the mood. 
and the lines are open for 606 to join in the five live phone in with Robbie Savage and Chris Sutton on 08085 909 693. Uh, you can text 85058 or get in touch, hashtag BBC 606. And that will uh, follow Five Live Sport round about a quarter past ten this evening. And we'll bring you as well as many live interviews as the, we can get on air from down on the touchline here at Wembley Stadium. And uh, if you miss them when they're on live on the radio, you can catch up on the Five Live Daily Euros podcast. Just download the Sounds app, search for Daily Euros and subscribe to it. And you will get it as if by magic every morning here's Marshall to take the goal kick after an overhit pass downfield Marshall right footed towards the far side that is going to drift over the top of O'Donnell straight out of play and it's an England throw on the halfway line and out of play just almost split the distance between Steve Clark and Gareth Southgate standing there with their coats on on this wet Friday night in northwest London Phillips now Shaw plays it infield, but McTominay steps across, McTominay through the middle, uh, gets it back, keeps his feet after the pass from Adams, but Mings will get there ahead of Dykes on the edge of the D, goes to ground and clears it out of play for a throw on the halfway line. Got Chris Waddle here with us, up in the commentary box in the stands, Chris played at the Euros, played at the World Cup for England, and Pat Nevin is down behind the, uh, the goal that David Marshall is defending, Pat who played for Scotland at the Euros, throw in for Scotland, that Robertson will take, Andy Robertson. Just waiting, ball held in his hands, above his head, waiting for the movement. Billy Gilmore, first start for Scotland, playing the ball back to, uh, to goalkeeper Marshall. Passes it out of the penalty area to McTominay, who had to be quick there, but he was, to the Motherwell man, O'Donnell, out there on the far side, left-footed ball from him up towards Dykes, but Mings comes in tight on him, beats Dykes, ball bounces down, Phillips and McGinn together, then it's up towards Shea Adams who turns plays well gives the ball down the left hand side to Robertson Robertson looks up here's the ball across but Stones was in position advances off James Robertson was very nearly in onto Reese James but he was aware of the danger the Chelsea right back Harry Kane challenged and beaten by Grant Hanley and Scotland have it again near the halfway line well, Chris. it's a threat there it's got a great ball by Adams but the problem is Adams linking the play well there's only Dakes arriving in the box for an early cross by Robertson and his three England defenders. They've got to try and get McGinn or whoever when Adams drops deep to run beyond and make that second straight up to have an extra body in the box. But uh, at the minute, Scotland started very slowly, but they're just coming back into the game now. The other match in this group, if you haven't heard, finished as a draw earlier. We had the commentary live from Hamden with uh, Ali Bruce Paul and Chris Sutton, who you'll hear later on 6.06. It finished Croatia 1. Czech Republic won, so the Czechs currently top of the group with four points, then England with three, Croatia with one, and Scotland yet to win a point, yet to score a goal. Not win a point or scored a goal at a major tournament since France 98. England with the ball, halfway inside the Scottish half. I did very much like what Charlie Adam told us earlier, the fact that Scotland's only two previous wins at the European Championship and their two previous visit to the finals were both on the 18th of June. Here's Rice, who plays it back to Mings. Mings now to the left-hand side. Sterling takes it on and then begins to cut in field. Sterling looks across and sees James there, and James now to Foden on the right-hand side. Three England men in the box, Foden with the cross, but straight onto the head of Tierney, who's able to head it away under no particular pressure. And then James 
goes back towards the halfway line darkness just beginning to take effect floodlights are brightly on now on the Wembley turf the wet Wembley turf after all of the rain today here's James on the right James going back to Stones who has his wavy hair plastered to his head by the moisture and then back to Jordan Pickford who made a very good save in the first half from Stephen O'Donnell that was the best opportunity that Scotland had or the closest they came England with Rice the, uh, the Tartan army are lively to our left in the stands of Wembley Mings now marches forward towards the halfway line with the ball at his feet Luke Shaw goes back to Mings again Harry Kane made a run there but the pass didn't come Phillips actually dropping between the central defenders Calvin Phillips gives it to James and then again Phillips and this is not doing in Scotland any harm here England just knocking the ball around in the central third of the field Mings and then uh, Harry Kane very nearly on the halfway line gives it back to Mings and then Kane trots further forward Kane making a run down now into the right back area still England with it in the central third Declan Rice to be fair John they've got a lot of ball in the but they're going nowhere and everybody who gets it just wants to pass it back and square there's nobody who wants to take any risk take anybody on you know you want your Foden's and your Sterling's and your Mounts to go make something happen that's why they're in the team and at the minute they're just passing the ball easy they're not going anywhere and I can see subs coming on the next five minutes definitely yeah there's at least two of them warming up over there I'm sure Pat can see who they are but here's Foden now cutting in from the right hand side round about the point from where Calvin Phillips played that pass that set up the Sterling goal at the weekend Shaw now to the left hand side Kane cuts back onto his right foot Kane's ball to the edge of the area James controls it shoots but the ball flies away by two or three feet over the top of the Scottish crossbar yeah. you would think he hit the target from what was he just inside the D there great air vision by Harry Kane from that left hand side to spot him fizzes it into him it's a good first touch and he's not really confident enough with the strike but you're just looking at that front four with Mount and uh, there's just not enough happening so I could understand if Gareth in the next five six minutes thinks I've got to change it because we need to you know we've got a lot of possession but nothing's happening well the players who aren't on the bench tonight for England Bukayo Saka Ben White and Kyle Walker so by a process of elimination you will work out that Grealish is there Rashford is there Sancho is involved today he wasn't in the 23 against Croatia and uh, Jude Bellingham of course among the substitutes too the 17 year old Marshall clearing the ball forward headed in field by uh, Robertson still nil nil if you just switched onto us on BBC Radio 5 Live 6.06 on the way the phone in Chris and Robbie will want your your Scotland calls as well as your England calls whatever unfolds over the course of the remaining 35 minutes or so Marshall right footed ball from the Scotland goalkeeper Shaw wins the header 10 yards inside his own half McGregor now to Dykes chests it down on the right hand side McGregor continues his run Mings goes to ground Dykes has got away from him though Dykes taking it on a left foot shot hits the back of Adams he's near the penalty spot shoots on the turn that was blocked by Stones inside the box and the ball bounces favourably for England and for Foden who's able to take it away and Scotland have committed men downfield so it's England who break Harry Kane bursting forward he's between two Scotland men he was pulled back he was tugged back Gilmore Gilmore and the free kick is given England's way yeah Gilmore deliberate he tried to bring Harry Kane down there to stop the, the counter-attack by England but uh, he's having a word with him I think he's going to let him off but it, uh, you could see what he was trying to do but 
Shea Adams just couldn't get the ball out of his feet and uh, that was a great counter-attack by uh, Scotland I must say I was expecting Billy Gilmore to be shown the yellow card on his first Scotland start there but just a word that was all from from uh, referee La, La Hoz certainly opened up for Scotland at the other end when Mings went to ground Dykes got away from him and uh, Shea Adams wasn't too far away free kick for England though nil-nil still the score and uh, Foden standing to the left of the ball mount to the right Foden left footed plays it in and it's headed up and behind in fact it's landed in the gloves of uh, David offside, Marshall offside anyway, the offside flag was up anyway so it's a, it's a free kick to uh, to Scotland at that end of the uh, of Wembley Stadium where, where Pat Nevin is watching from just behind the hoardings you mentioned that Billy Gilmore you should have been but good argument for that but it's also brilliant play because England were away there and he saw the danger brilliantly moved to, to stop the danger at source with Harry Kane running with the ball a few moments before that you will have noticed McTominay going into midfield and driving forward watch Billy Gilmore there walked straight back into his position and covered I have to say I think there's an argument Billy Gilmore has been the best player in the park for Scotland today he's been absolutely magnificent he's controlled large part of that midfield which is an extraordinary thing to say from such a young player on his debut or first start anyway England nil, Scotland nil in this Euro 2020 showpiece occasion live sport beginning tonight and carrying on all over the course of the weekend the rugby league on Sports Extra it's Wigan nil, Hull KR 6 that's the latest score, listen to that on Sports Extra and via BBC Sound Sterling turns and sets off on a run towards the edge of the box runs into Hanley, Foden takes it up Shaw looks, Shaw plays it in Foden with the attempted flick headed away, comes out to James and then James, back to Rice Rhys James receives it again, then plays it to Kane, just outside the box. Oh, lovely change of feet, hits the shot, that was blocked by... Well, there were two Scotsmen in front of that, they blocked it, and Scotland are able to get it away. Lovely first touch by the England captain, but the shot was blocked at source. It was, he got on to his left foot, and uh, yes, it was very well blocked. And it's, it's becoming a game now, the tempo on both sides. Scotland have put a massive lot of effort in this game so far tonight. England have just upped it, they've got a couple of subs, Grealish and Rashford ready to come on I think in the next five minutes. Yeah, a huge cheer for Jack Grealish again, he's such a, a home favourite, an England favourite, as well as being an Aston Villa favourite. Huddersfield 8, Salford 8 is the other latest score in the Super League. He has Foden on the right-hand side for England, turns, gives it back towards James. James then towards Mings, forward of the centre circle Mason Mount drops a little deeper low ball into Sterling on the edge of the box Mount takes it on past McTominay well McTominay does well though, sticks out of foot blocks the cross, it's behind, it's another England corner yeah, Chris Wilkins well, got a lot of possession I know they're not working the goal enough but uh, they keep knocking on the door but give Scotland credit they are really digging in still waiting for the opening goal here at Wembley in the rain Mount to take this, this time four England men grouped around the penalty spot he has Mount's delivery from the corner. Mings tried to fling a leg at it. Not sure he got any touch on it at all. And Scotland were able to clear it. And then Tierney hits it downfield. O'Donnell gets a touch. But Luke Shaw knocks it right across the pitch. And then Pickford comes out of his area and swirls the ball downfield. That could be a very good ball. Sterling's onto it. Sterling into the box. Moving from left to right. He's got support now. Foden arrives. But in comes the challenge from Robertson on Phil Foden. Foden is sent sprawling, Robertson comes away with the ball, Dykes is down in the centre circle, Scotland now countering the counter-attack, uh, Shea Adams 
out here on the left-hand side. And then uh, suddenly the pace just yeah. drops. I think that'll be Ryan Sterling's last uh, tackle to say. I think he's got to make substitutions. It's not happening for England. Yes, they've up the tempo, they're moving the ball a bit quicker. But in that final third, that's not happening at all, for the, especially the Wade men. And uh, Harry Kane has improved, the game's gone on, but uh, just don't look like they're going to score England. Again, turns away from Rice, gives it to the right-hand side. O'Donnell with a crossing, Dykes with a chance, no, Mings just got there first. I thought that was going to beat Mings, Dykes was behind him, but Mings header takes it over the top of the bar. Totally agree, I thought he just missed that, and Dykes was, what, middle of the goal, four yards out, you would have said that would have been a goal. What do you think, Pat? Yeah, another good break for Scotland, they just don't seem to be frightened about anything at all just now. I thought they would start getting tired, but now they haven't. What about Grealish? Desperate to get on, they're not going to bring him on a corner kick. By the way, match director here. Big screens up here, they showed a close-up of Grealish three or four minutes ago. Massive roar around this place, put huge pressure on to England to bring him on, and he's coming on soon. OK, from the corner, Scotland are crowding Pickford. Here's the delivery in, Hanley tried to get to it, Dykes for the shot, it's headed off the line! Rhys James came across, that looked goal-bound, and he very calmly just took a step to his left and headed it away. That was heading for the top corner. Wow. What a great bit of defensive work, as you say, John. That was going in. So England hit the post in the first half. And Scotland there. See a goal-bound effort from Lyndon Dykes, cleared away by the head of Rhys James. Vitally important for England. And that keeps the score at nil-nil. And here's the change. It's not going to be Raheem Sterling. It's actually Phil Foden who makes way so Sterling no. stays on Foden comes off well strange what I made that I thought uh, out of the two of them I definitely thought Foden was the better player tonight but um, he obviously thinks there's a goal in Sterling and he gets in good positions he's got that pace so uh, that's an interesting one but I think he'll give Sterling another 5-10 minutes I think Rashford will be the next one on listen to this a huge Wembley cheer for Jack Grealish the Aston Villa captain coming on for his first taste of a, a major senior tournament Jack Grealish winning his eighth cap for England against Scotland here and uh, the number seven is on David Beckham is watching up in the stands and Scotland coming forward though and they win another corner well you've got a bit of, I tell you what Scotland's been very proud of their players tonight haven't they they've put an unbelievable shift in they have been, you've got to say, the better team, the more hungrier, the more confident, which I was surprised. McGinn wins this corner, Robertson goes across to take it. Robertson just raises his right arm, looking to swing it in again. Lots of bodies in the six-yard box, in it goes, Pickford comes, gets a right uppercut on that with his left fist. Sent the ball arcing away out of the six-yard box. And uh, Pickford, of all people, seems to be telling his teammates to calm down well Gareth Southgate says that he has improved his composure so it is still nil-nil James to take the throw 6.06 on the way with Robbie Savage and Chris Sutton from round about 10.15 on 5 Live 08085 909 693 to tell the world what you think of what happens here tonight Mings passing it forward towards Shaw a choice as well later on in the evening the commentary on the second round of the US Open 
is on Five Live Sports Extra from, from 11 o'clock right into the early hours with Richard Bland leading. Here's Declan Rice back here in London. Declan Rice to Stones. Mounts available, but Stones is reluctant to pass it that way. It finds its way to Mount in any case. From Phillips, Mount now skipping in from the left-hand side. Already seen one shot, very well saved by Marshall. Sterling, Sterling, back towards Phillips. Now here's Grealish into the action. No, he's not, because O'Donnell steps in, comes back to Grealish, though. Grealish against McTominay, takes it to the byline, crosses it into the legs of the Manchester United man. Corner to England. England. Not like he could do there with the ball, Grealish, was it? Two men round him. Couple of touches, gets to the byline, plays it off McTominay for a corner, which have not been the best of Mason Mount deliveries tonight, have not been the best. 25 minutes to go here. England nil, Scotland nil. So, uh, Mason Mount to take the corner, just runs his hands through his wet hair. And here's the delivery from Mason Mount to the near post. Attempted flick by Phillips, cleared away by McGinn. And the ball bounces away to Jack Grealish, who's got his white England socks down round his calves and Grealish passes it to James and then England with John Stones on the halfway line so still nil-nil the score Craig Burley was the uh, the last man to score a goal for Scotland at a major tournament back in 98 they're still searching for their first one since then and they've conceded a free kick over on the far side Scott McTominay free kick to England out on the left flank yeah he goes on the back of Grealish you know Grealish does draw fouls doesn't he a lot he just knows how to, uh, the, the ones are going to hit him he goes down quite easily and but he gets a, a lot of free kicks it's a huge factor to win as many free kicks as he does and they've got this they've got this set piece now in a position where it can be whipped in dropped in from the far side Luke Shaw in uh, discussions with Mason Mount Scotland holding the line outside of the penalty area Shaw, a signal from both Shaw and then Mount. It is Shaw who plays it in high towards the back post. It's beaten everyone. Tyrone Mings was the, the man at the back post who turns and plays it back towards Phillips. And then Phillips to Jack Grealish. Fair hair bobbing as he turns, opens his body, uses Raheem Sterling. Sterling now just walking the ball up towards the corner of the box. Calvin Phillips is there, little ball in, just a poke from him, bounces off Mings and is cleared away by Adams into the centre circle Rhys James allows it to bounce and will just see it back to goalkeeper Pickford with his right foot so we're midway through the second half and it's still goalless yeah, Chris I've got to say England have uh, lucked ideas tonight quality in the final third and um... Shaw playing the ball forward that's up towards Kane Kane tried to give it back to Grealish an important touch from McTominay and Scotland deal with it just that ball yeah. it felt like Kane might have been in there yeah he's looked very leggy tonight though Harry Kane England, Grealish plays it back out to Mount on the left-hand side, Shaw is there, strong challenge comes in from him, good one though it was, and Scotland are able to clear it into the England half, Ming sends it back, high and forward, up towards the edge of the area, McTominay heads that one away, uh, Calvin Phillips goes down rather easily, there wasn't too much contact there from McGinn, but enough, says referee yeah. Lahoz, and it's a free kick. Given too many free kicks away Scotland at the minute, they're inviting the ball into the box, uh, but for their sake, the quality's not been good, so... England who have won their last seven matches, the last three, 1-0. Grealish bringing the ball into the box on the left-hand side, tried to lay it off to a teammate on the edge of the area, but the only men who were there were in all navy blue. Shea Adams 
bringing it away, giving it to Robertson. Robertson runs it into the centre circle. Uh, McGinnis off, way off the ball, ended flat on his face. So it was Luke Shaw pushed him or, or Mings. I don't. Somebody's tripped him up as he started and blocked him off. And again on his knees, then puts both palms apart to referee Lahoz. Scotland, meanwhile, just keep possession inside their own territory. And we have just over 20 minutes to play at Wembley. More substitutes warming up on the far side. And uh, three Scotland substitutes as well. So Steve Clark, John Carver, I think that is, standing not too... You know, it's Stephen Reid, isn't it, who's standing over there, not too far away from him. Obviously in discussions. Now uh, Mount, Mount bounces off McGregor. Gilmore plays it forward to McGinn. McGinn turns strong against Calvin Phillips in centre field. Now Robertson on the left-hand side, looks up, thought about the ball to the edge of the box, thinks again because Tierney's arrived. Now McGregor, McGregor to little Gilmore, heavy first touch, but he's able to keep possession, Scotland to uh, Robertson again. Now Gilmore, Gilmore winning his first full cap here. What a, what a day for him and his family, his parents are up in the stands as we heard. Here is uh, McTominay, McTominay for Scotland, England having to... Uh, be content with watching Scotland in possession but Tierney drives it forward and that ball just and runs some, away harmlessly for a goal kick John there's some tired legs and there's some tired legs there not just in England shirts uh, definitely Scotland and it's been interesting Steve Clark is thinking of taking uh, maybe Dakes off who looks very leggy uh, McGregor feeling the pace there's a couple of two or three Scottish players look very very tired Pickford takes the goal kick going to go down to Pat Nevin again in a moment or two uh, Kane tries to flick this on but Hanley did well the bearded Norwich City man won the header and he's taken a little bit of a bang but he's okay and McTominay now McTominay passing it up towards John McGinn the, uh, there aren't too many goals in this Scotland squad in terms of how many they've scored in international football John McGinn the only one of them who's reached double figures after his excellent qualifying campaign as England uh, as Scotland won through with those final two penalty shootouts Robertson Tierney goes back into his own half and uh, McGregor's happy to allow it to England run. England just can't get the ball, can they? Let's be honest, Scotland's had it now for what? 10, 15, 20 passes? Uh, England look flat, completely flat. They look really tired, England. And so we move into the last 20 minutes. Gareth Southgate, you would think, must be considering more changes. He's got to, John. They don't look like they're going to score. Rice playing it through to Kane, lays it off at close quarters to Mount. Now Sterling is straight into an offside position. And it's a free kick for Scotland. Got to get somebody on who's a bit fresh, you know, whether it be a Sancho or a Rashford, somebody who may just bring that spark which the England need because they're very, very flat at the minute. Sterling on the on the right, Grealish on the left, came through the middle. So it's a goal kick. And David Marshall placing this ball very carefully. The final matches in the group, in this group, you'll hear them on Five Live. Tuesday night, England. We'll be here again, we'll be back at Wembley to bring you England against Czech Republic and at the same time, 8 o'clock, Scotland play Croatia at Hamden. And uh, with this scoreline, it is going down to the final night to decide who goes through and whether this group will be one of the four from which the third place team gets through. Shaw wins the header. Grealish, Grealish now, just holding off the challenge that comes in on him from O'Donnell and that's a free kick to England halfway inside their own half uh, by the way do join us as well Sunday afternoon the commentary on Italy Wales from 5 o'clock will be live from Rome
Here is Shaw playing it up towards Kane. Curls a pass here to the right-hand side to Rhys James. Gets the ball down. Scotland are quickly back in position. Only Adams left up front. James can do nothing other than just angle it back towards Rice. Now to Luke Shaw. Shaw uses Grealish out there on the left-hand side. Mount makes a run. Grealish now, little ball into the area to Sterling, then back outside the box to Grealish. Grealish weaving the ball away from Billy Gilmore, then gives it to Shaw. Now Mount with a touch. Mount back to Shaw, could open up here, but Shaw blazes the ball across the face of goal. Nowhere near Harry Kane waiting outside the six-yard box. All the way through for a Scotland goal kick at the end where Pat Nevin is just behind the advertising boards, but England are going to make a change, Pat. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, as Mark saying from a distance, uh, he's going to come on. And his pace just now is going to be a bit, because I've got Grant Hanley standing about 20 yards away from me, and he is breathing so heavily. He's exhausted at the moment, and I suspect Gareth Southgate spot, spotted that and thought, take Harry Kane off, get the pure pace of uh, Rashford uh, on just now. Uh, and that's a great decision uh, that makes perfect sense I'm sure Chris will understand and agree with that as well because yeah you know, I, I, think Rash, I think yeah. he should have been on I think he should have been on 15 minutes ago England looked really flat you've got to be very proud of Scotland today Pat they've been uh, excellent I know you're saying Billy Gilbert but uh, you, you, can't, you, you can't fault the player they've all no, been done can, the job we cannot I think they've been absolutely exceptional however you're right they're running out of gas there's a couple of changes they had to make I don't think they can make changes at the back because they've done so well. I know. However, still, up front, yeah, they, they need a lot but more energy. Yeah, I agree with you. OK, Rashford is on for Harry Kane. Pat Nevin says that makes sense. The England captain substituted with less than 20 minutes to go. Makes sense, Chris Waddle? Yeah, I think, you know, the, the game against Croatia, I thought the weather might affect a lot of the players and he did look very leggy then. And, but tonight, obviously, it's been raining, it's cooler. And he's looked leggy again. So, um, uh, you know, he's had a hard long season, Harry Kane, we know that. But uh, he does look if he's feeling the pace. All the stars are out tonight, Chris. David Beckham's here. The cameras have found Sir Alex Ferguson, who's up in the stands somewhere with his face mask on as the ball bounces into the England area. And uh, Jordan Pickford just allows it to bounce up and past him for a goal kick. I asked, uh, had a chance to speak to Scott McTominay yesterday and I said... When was the last time you spoke to Alex Ferguson about this game? And he said, well, to be honest, he hasn't been in touch about this match, but you couldn't keep him away, and it's still nil-nil. And it's England bringing the ball forward with Grealish on the left-hand side. Challenges come in, one, then another one. Grealish goes down, it's another free kick. Scotland sub, and Scotland are going to make their first change now before England take this free kick. And uh, just wait for the board to go up, and it is Billy Gilmore who's coming off. So what about this change, Pat? Yeah, well, it's actually physically hurts to watch Billy come up. He's been absolutely brilliant in this game. Gets another handshake with the free, which uh, he got one of them over in Porto as well. But he's put himself to shift, such a shift there. He's passed it brilliantly. He's held together and controlled large parts of this game from that midfield area. But you can understand there is tiredness. You want a bit of energy in there. And Stuart Armstrong's had a magnificent season for Southampton, so a good, strong replacement. Yep, coming on to win his 27th cap, Stuart Armstrong. And it means now you've got the two Southampton men on the field, Armstrong and Adams, for Scotland. England nil, Scotland nil. BBC Radio 5 Live and BBC Sounds. 
The Daily Euros podcast will be on the way in the morning. There's a, a brand new That Peter Crouch Euros podcast out today as well via BBC Sounds. And England have the ball with Pickford in front of their own penalty area. Mings, long and left-footed, up towards the edge of the box. Rashford gets into the action for the first time. Mount trying to reach the header back to him, can't do so. Dykes, who had that shot cleared off the line by uh, James. That is the closest we've come to a goal in the second half. Mings heads it out to the far side. Adams is onto this for Scotland. O'Donnell is there, tries to play it in towards the edge of the box to Stuart Armstrong involved for the first time. But uh, Calvin Phillips was in, cleared it away, uh, gave it back to Pickford. Comes back at England though, on the edge of the area. A couple of fortunate ricochets. Tierney, Robertson, takes it off Tierney, Robertson's ball in, that's dangerous, comes off the head of Stones to the back post and it's blazed wide by Adams near the corner of the right of the six-yard box on the right side of the penalty area and he really snatched at it, lashed at it, hit it well. Well, it's not an easy chance, let's be honest, it's a flick on and it's a hard volley, it's a very difficult skill at the angle he's at, maybe if he take a little bit off it, he's trying to really lash it and uh, it's gone off the outside of his foot and high into the Scotland fans. Latest in the Rugby League, the uh, Five Life Sports Extra commentary match, Wigan 8, Hull KR 18, and Huddersfield 8, Salford 9. 0-0 here at Euro 2020 at Wembley Stadium. It's turning into a tense finale here. Still waiting for the opening goal. Sterling turns against Armstrong. Sterling into the box now, turns again, full 360 degrees. Still going Sterling to the byline on the right-hand side. Oh, he goes down, Robertson there, and Sterling goes down. And I must say, with the naked eye, there didn't seem to be much contact there at all. And Sterling's ended up on the ground. Robertson, the, the Scotland player, just walks away from him. This could be a VAR one. Uh, it, it, Sterling's very... he thinks he's touched him, but... No, actually Sterling's foot goes into the back of Robertson. Robertson puts his foot down and he kicks the back of him, so... Seemed to clip his own yeah, it's, legs that's together. Not, that's not a and um, I wouldn't book them neither, though. Well, they, they've spoken about it. Raheem Sterling suggested that it should go to VAR. I'm sure that referee Lahoz was talking to, uh, to VAR, and it, they will have looked at it, and they've decided that it doesn't need to be looked at any longer. Players back underway. England nil, Scotland nil. That was at the end of the ground where Pat Nevin is. We'll go to Pat in a moment, but Scotland bringing the ball through the middle. Just over ten minutes to play. It's heading for a point apiece. Robertson, though, racing forward again for Scotland. They have posed problems, created chances against Czech Republic. And here they are playing with Adams just outside the box. Robertson's available on the left-hand side. Robertson's ball in, took a deflection, but Pickford did well. It, it took a wicked deflection, actually. Skipped up, but Pickford very yeah, secure. They've stepped in well and played some nice football, Scotland, haven't they? They've been... Uh, you can't fault any Scotland player today. They've all turned up and they've put a massive shift in. And that was... Uh, yeah, it was a dangerous one for Pickford to pick up. Yeah, uh, Luke Shaw wins a free kick, so we can hear from Pat. Yeah, just very quick... Um, that argument for a penalty kick there Raheem was very clever he just stopped and wait for the hit and the referee's got that one right I uh, can understand there was contact but there's no doubt in my mind that was not a penalty here's Rashford taking the ball down the right winning a throw in but conceding a throw in came off Rashford in the end just next to Raheem Sterling on uh, at the weekend on Sunday here Raheem Sterling scored his first goal at a major tournament Marcus Rashford still waiting for his first goal at a major tournament, incidentally. 
It's his 43rd cap tonight, the Manchester United man. He's through the middle now with Sterling on the right and Grealish on the left. Scotland. Phillips heads the ball forward, but Hanley just volleys it away into the centre circle. Rice heads it forward, Grealish nods it on. Rashford gets the ball down, he's against Hanley. Excellent challenge from Hanley. He stepped in there, Hanley. Rashford was very nearly away from him, but Hanley got the ball. And now Scotland bring it forward. Armstrong, Adams on the left-hand side. Phillips comes in with the challenge. Then it's played square, McGregor's there. McGregor, back to McGinn. McGinn on his left foot, tries a shot, took a deflection. That saw it fly away above the bar and wide of the goal, but it's a corner. Are we going to see a late goal? It's come in the last, what, nine, ten minutes, and... Uh... Scotland have not eased up when they get the ball of the tapped England they've had a go at them they've created some good chances well remember the late drama the last time they met at Hamden in the qualifier the World Cup qualifier back in 2017 when we had the late two Lee Griffiths free kicks and then the very late equaliser from Harry Kane still nil-nil here at Wembley Armstrong's going to take this corner for Scotland from the uh, from the left-hand side so an in-swinger from the Southampton man steps forward again lots of movement in the box the referee blows the whistle Armstrong's corner deep to the back post Mings gets up and, and wins that header for England powerfully Grealish deep inside his own half plays it back to Pickford Pickford long left-footed up through the middle Rashford nowhere near getting to that that's headed forward for Scotland And England take possession again. Calvin Phillips. Phillips out to the far side. Shaw has to step back. Quick steps. Heads it in field. Rice now. Rice moving from left to right. But has to roll the ball to the right to James. James has a look. There's Sterling, Rashford, Mount on the edge of the penalty area. Back to Declan Rice again. In the 83rd minute now. 6.06 on the way for your thoughts on this. 08085909693 to talk to Robbie Savage and Chris Sutton about it. James plays it into Sterling near the edge of the box. Excellent defending again. Strong from uh, it was McGinn with Sterling. And now Armstrong is able to run the ball away for Scotland. Checks back, plays it centrally. Robertson coming through the middle for Scotland and the captain plays it back to McTominay. McTominay nearer the centre circle. McGinn takes it on his left foot, then flicks a pass to Tierney. Armstrong Armstrong again There's no energy in England look they can't get the ball back they can't they, they look flat whether that game against Croatia took out them or what they just do not look fresh they all look very leggy So only made two changes though Gareth Southgate can make five remember Armstrong Robertson Robertson plays the ball across there's going to be another Scotland change coming in a moment that'll be Steve Clark's second McTominay has a little look goalwards, gives it to O'Donnell on the right. McTominay has continued his run down into the fullback position, but Grealish got there first comfortably ahead of Scott McTominay, and it's played up towards Rashford. Rashford beaten in the air though by Hanley. Scotland have got it back. They're threatening to finish strongly here. Steve Clark's team. McGregor chips the ball. It's behind Robertson, who allows it to bounce up into his chest, and then back it goes into uh, his own half. They will, I'm sure they'll be feeling the tension out there tonight. Such a, an occasion to play on the nerves this, this evening. Whistles from the England fans because it's Scotland in possession. Ball taken on down the right-hand side. And um, 
O'Donnell breaking forward does win the free kick he was sent flying Mings was was the England player who put in the challenge O'Donnell was sent sprawling across the Wembley turf and the referee is uh, no. is just waving Mings away it's a free kick here's that's the all here's the sub here's the substitute so Scotland the player coming off Adams is Shea Adams and uh, Nisbet is it? And it's Kevin Nisbet waiting to uh, to come on. The uh, the Hibs man, top scorer for Hibs this season. Only Odson Edward scored more goals in the Premiership than uh, the Hibs man. Well, they make that change, Pat Nevin. Yeah, kind of happy to see that specialist subject, obviously Hibernian, uh, and he has had a fantastic season this season. Just a natural goal scorer, won't actually necessarily create a lot himself. However give him a chance between those sticks and he's as likely as anyone else in this field right now to score a goal so it could be late drama late on Friday evening here at Wembley Stadium at Euro 2020 the match still poised at nil-nil Robertson with the free kick which is played over everyone and into the penalty area and it's picked up on the bounce by Jordan Pickford I don't get that, it's a decent ball in, it bounces what, 12, 13 yards out and not one Scotland player goes and attacks it. England with the ball inside their own half. So Nisbet is on, the number 19. Shea Adams did well actually, particularly in the first half, Shea Adams. I think he's had a very good game, John, very good. Calvin Phillips for England. England trying to urge, England supporters trying to urge the team on here to find the opening goal that very first international and remember this is the 100th competitive game between the sides that finished nil-nil Shaw out there on the far side Grealish Grealish now carrying it infield he's got uh, he's been snapped away at by O'Donnell and uh, still going he's yellow. brought down in the centre circle Jack Grealish the referee stopped play but England are playing on and it's a yellow card for O'Donnell well, for that it has to be doesn't it I mean he's just chased him he's fouled him not just once two or three times deserves the yellow for that he was like uh, a man on the mission there there was only one thing on the uh, mind of Stephen O'Donnell and that was bringing Jack Grealish down wherever it took place and Jack Grealish I think he's probably already he's already the most fouled man on the field and he only came on as a substitute Grealish in the 63rd minute nil-nil Pickford's going to take this one through the middle Pickford here it is the delivery from the free kick from inside his own half Dykes is underneath it though and heads it away and the ball bounces out of play into the holdings just down to the right of where sitting here staring almost right down the halfway line James with the throw for England takes it to uh, to Stones who comes close and then James back into his own half to Declan Rice Shaw now on the left hand side Rashford makes a run no Harry Kane on the field anymore now though for England there'll be no dramatic goal from him at the end of this England-Scotland match McGinn inside his own half Shaw quite tight on him McGinn goes uh, down it's a free kick yeah it is well there McGinn shields the ball works it gets a free kick slows the game down a few minutes left two, two minutes I think Yep, two minutes to go. We are now into the 89th minute. Flower of Scotland booming out from our left. Saltire has been waved in the stands at Wembley and Scotland with the free kick struck 
long towards Dykes by McTominay. Dykes takes it down, but oh. the whistle's gone for handball by the, the Scotland number nine. Free kick for England. Pickford waiting to take this. Still waits. Uses his gloves, points to each side of his head. And Pickford gesturing downfield. Still waiting to take it. Left footed, drives it. Drives his foot through it. Rashford trying to get underneath it. He's beaten by his clubmate, McTominay. And then Declan Rice. Look as though that might have been a free kick against Declan Rice, nothing given and the ball bounces out of play for a throw-in to Scotland in their uh, deep inside their own half no immediate sign of any further England substitution I think that might be it Chris I can't believe it, I'm sorry but the, the England have been absolutely flat let's be honest, from the first 10-50 minutes you can see what the game is going to be like Scotland were right up for it, amazing energy levels concentration, fitness has been brilliant England looked flat and really, he should have spotted that and thought, early second half, I'm putting three or four on. They've been flattening then. Well, that will definitely be one of the questions I will ask Gareth Southgate later when we hear from him live, either before the end of Five Live Sport or into 606. Uh, and if you miss it there and all of the other player interviews, you'll hear them on the, the Five Live Daily Euros podcast. Here is Sterling on the right-hand side. Sterling plays it infield towards Rashford back to Rice again England who've won their last three matches by one goal to nil this is still nil-nil Phillips plays it square towards Mings Mings to Mount two minutes of extra time two minutes to be played we're into that now there are only two minutes of this match to go Grealish Grealish little ball to the edge of the area that's blocked away it comes out to Dykes England put in the challenges Phillips Mount plays it square Rice is under this has a look goalwards plays it to James on the right hand side James's ball across Rice is in there Marshall comes out the ball's still rattling around it's not being cleared and now it's cleared away by McGinn on the edge of the six yard free box. kick anyway and the free kick is given Scotland's way and David Marshall, the goalkeeper, actually hugs Andy Robertson and there are congratulations going on amongst three or four or five Scotland players in their own penalty area and Pat Nevin down there is only a few yards away from it. I'm only a few yards away that, but there's seven players all diving in towards that ball there. I'm convinced the referee's given a scrum. It's unbelievable, it's madness going in there. Uh, the goalkeeper Marshall dives over about four different players that bit actually looked like the NFL Scotland were lucky there managed to smash it away and it would have been sad and I think unfair had they lost a goal right at the death there yes well I was I was curious to know why Mark Chapman had come this evening dressed as an NFL coach now I know but it was it was like a scrum down and remember earlier this year, Scotland's rugby union players won in London at Twickenham. That was almost like history repeating itself. England nil, Scotland nil. Deep in added time, Grealish attacking the Scotland penalty area, but then playing the ball towards the far side. It's kept in play by Rashford over there. England still coming forward. Only seconds left. Grealish uses Rashford. Then back to Grealish again. Grealish into the penalty area now Scotland defenders all round him Grealish still going looking for support still going Grealish and then touches it back to Mings Mings then back to his Aston Villa teammate but the pass was firmly hit far too firmly time, hit it time. bounces off Grealish and there it is this keenly anticipated England-Scotland clash here at Wembley at Euro 2020 in 2021 
has ended as a goalless draw. Nil-nil. Just like the very... Not exactly what everyone was expecting. A conservative approach from England. Had a good opportunity the first 10 minutes on that one header that hit the post. But after that, a conservative approach for England. Scotland gets a point. This is TSN Radio's live coverage of Euro 2020. I'm your host, Matthew Cause. Coming up this weekend, it is group of death action at 9 a.m., Hungary versus France. At noon, Portugal versus Germany. And then at 3 o'clock, we have Spain versus Poland. You're going to want to stick around. Some great action, Euro action coming up here on TSN Radio. You're listening to TSN Radio, the official home of Euro 2020 Champions live here.